later in the pod for a special surprise segment. Conrad could not join us today, so it is just me. Um, I've never done this before, so stick with me. Um, Yeah, Riley also couldn't be here, and normally I would be more than happy to have one of the Sacco boys on here, but we have a special surprise for when that punishment is doled out, so... We're going to just have a quick pod, so I'm just going to go down the list and give some thoughts and takes, and I am sure I will be roasted mercilessly for whatever I could potentially say. All right, um, I guess let's start with some some just fun stuff. Uh, will Frankie came in with three chugs. I was not shocked at all that this occurred um in hindsight i should not have let herbert stay in as we both had a very similar issue same with our good boy zach telford i uh don't know what to say besides what a great ending to a fantastic regular season by our good friend will frankie um I was surprised he was able to get those chugs down, if I'm being completely honest. It was a little ridiculous that he was had to chug three beers. I know um, I got a lot of flack for my chug on this past week. Um, I would like to formally apologize to Paps Blue Ribbon as a company for disgracing their beer. And, you know, just try and, try and move on from what was a sad day for the Spencer family both in the fact that I started Herbert and by the fact that I had to do a chug. But it wasn't even Saturday for the Frankie family, as I was just shocked that happened. Um, yeah, um, I guess we can talk about Conrad's chug. I'll just do a little chug <laughs> chug watch, because somehow there were a million. Bijan with a minus point one. Um, that was probably... The reason why a lot of people lost their fantasy matchups. Um, I know this would have been hilarious had Conrad been in the playoffs to have just like an absolute stinker and then most likely lose after I'm sure he would believe he uh, could win it all with this, you know, star studded team with, um, you know, Bijan Robinson getting minus point one. Um, yeah, that's the Arthur Smith effect. You can't be messing around with Arthur Smith's players. He is an absolute clown. I think I saw this that Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Bijan got like a combined, I don't know, 16 touches, and Tyler Algier had like 18 touches. Um, well, you know, you lost seven 
to nine to the Carolina Panthers, the worst team in football, who are not even really actively tanking. They're just a bad team. Um, yeah, so Arthur Smith should be fired. Uh, I think we all agree on that. Anyway, let's go to, I guess, another fun chug, Telford. Tyreek left him in. Same deal with me. Um, yeah, I think this doesn't bode extremely well for Telford next week. He is not playing the red-hot Will Tamke. But, you know, there's a lot of potential here. You still have Eckler. Oh, he's horrible. Uh, you still have Saquon. Oh, he's the worst. Um, he's on one of the worst teams of all time. Led by Tommy motherfucking DeVito. Um, Tyreek is... Are some saying that this looks like a Lamborghini in a tool shed? Um... Maybe. I'm sure I'll get some flack, but I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to, I'm putting my words out uh, for all to take in. Um, Laporta, though. Three touchdowns is huge. That's crazy. Riley probably wish he had that, but I know Riley has no regrets. So, because we talk about it immensely. Um, Yeah, uh, I'm excited to see how next week goes. You know, potentially starting Jared Goff over uh, Jake Browning who, you know, uh, was screaming on the sidelines saying, you shouldn't have cut me. It's like, well, fine, I guess. You're not anything special, but whatever. You're throwing to T. Higgins and, you know, I guess half a game of Jamar Chase. Like, I don't think anyone saw those plays and was like, yeah, that was because of Jake Browning. It's like Brock Purdy throwing little screens to Christian McCaffrey, and now he's going to win MVP. Um... A lot of gripes about how some of these teams are acting. But, you know, are the Combine champions potentially the Philadelphia Eagles? Just putting it out there. Going to see how it goes. Um, I guess let's look at Wyco. You know, see how he did during his bye. Um, Pretty good. Not too bad. Uh, Justin Jefferson was, you know consistent player cooper cup had another great week after coming in hot 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 last week jalen warren is currently on a horrible horrible pittsburgh steelers team but you know he is probably their best offensive weapon um you know if george pickens didn't catch a case of the antonio browns but Whatever. Raheem Mostert is a touchdown machine. He is my personal MVP pick. No, it's 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 Christian McCaffrey who who we'll get to soon. Um I don't know. Jalen Hurts. Kind of a little bitch for that uh last one, but it was respectable uh for him to go out there and get shoved into the end zone twice and then um not get a touchdown or not get get a field goal with you know, two timeouts, and I think on the last play he had to move 13 yards. Um, yeah, that's just, that's embarrassing. I mean, that is the opposite of what all of our goats, Tom Brady, has done his entire career. It's just take what they give you and move the ball down the field. Very sad to see if you're an Eagles fan. Um, I don't really know 
how you go from here. Nick Sirianni's a clown. Jalen Hurts is the ultimate PR guy. AJ Brown has it in him to be the diva wide receiver that we all know and love. Um, and Devontae Smith is skinnier than I am, potentially. Some are saying. Um, I don't know. This is a weird Eagles team. And, uh, yeah, Joe is right right at the center of it. But that tush push brings just an insane amount of fantasy value. He, I think, I saw a stat today that was like 28% of Jalen Hurts's uh, fantasy points have come from the tush push. That's absurd. Um, he's going to break all sorts of rushing touchdown records if this O-line can stay together. Um, I mean, he he's a great player, but something's going on with this offense. Um, it's, it's there's no holes in it in theory, um, and then we're just putting up 17 in prime time against the Seahawks, uh, and you're letting Drew Locke score a 92 yard touchdown drive. That is, ugh. Um, yeah. So we can all go back to pretending that they aren't um, God's gift to football, as big the big uh, media pundits have been trying to push out there. All right. Okay. Um, let's go to some actual playoff matchups. Um, a big reason of why this was, I guess, a solo pod is because I thought we would want to do a little something quicker. Um and, you know, I'd like to have one of the champions on at some point, so I can't use really any of the playoff teams. And, you know, uh, if you have Anthony on, this is going to go for two hours. And I do love Anthony, but I also love playing video games and watching Family Guy with Torty and Riley. So, you know, it's getting cut a little short. All right, so in we'll do the lower scoring. We'll do... uh. We'll do the blowout one first. I'll give Tampi some flowers. Um, I think the sneaky hate pick is for Will Tampi. Um, I am potentially rooting against him in every matchup from here on out. because I love Will as a person. He's one of my favorite human beings. Um, he is just such a sweet, sweet, sweet man. Um, but in fantasy... He treats this the opposite of how essentially everyone in here treats fantasy. Um, and, you know, just by the merit of having Christian McCaffrey as your keeper, you are getting this far. Um, I mean, we can pretty successfully fade Keenan Allen. I think he is not startable in pretty any pretty much any league. But he didn't even need him. Um, this was a crazy, crazy week. Um I believe this was the highest scoring week all year, according to resident statistician and league historian Conrad Mojica. Ty Chandler popped off. I mean, he, he's just got burst. I think we all know what the most valuable aspect of a running back's game is. And that's speed, uh, fresh legs, um, change of pace back. We've seen it with Keaton Mitchell, where he can just rip off these fast ones. And I think Ty Chandler's in a very similar position. David Njoku is pairing up very well with Flacco. I think it just it feels really good. 
Devontae, I'm still not sold. Drake London, I'm not sold, but it didn't even matter because of those running backs. Um, James Cook lit up, lit up the the Cowboys this past week. He, I mean, he was just every run was going for 10 plus yards. Um, I think that the Cowboys are probably back to being on frauds. The Dak MVP race is officially over. Um, if the Buffalo Bills win out and potentially win the AFC East, I could 100% see a Josh Allen MVP. Um, but more importantly, I think that Christian McCaffrey, if he wasn't playing running back, would easily be, um, the MVP just based on like relative position success. That man is absolutely ridiculous. Um, he cannot be stopped at any point. He is a true four down back. He would be fantastic in Rashard Mendenhall's potential bowl game. Uh, <laughs> don't want to discuss it too much. I just, I don't know how you stop Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he is the beating heart of this 49ers team and the reason they've had so much success. Uh, I'm a big proponent of if you're able to run the ball, then everything else just kind of trickles down from that. And they can run the ball. I mean, I don't think it's a Trent Williams MVP year, but I know that's a fun one to give a take about. But I think uh, Christian McCaffrey is the most electric player with the ball in his hands, um, outside of Tyreek, but that's just because he has the deep ball. Um, Christian McCaffrey can just house one at any given moment, um, potentially could win MVP, a white running back in 2023. Who could have possibly seen this coming? Um, yeah. And then James Cook just got the best game strip he could have ever gotten um felt like every time he touched the ball he was going for 10 plus yards it was just a delight to see him mess up the cowboys i think we can all safely agree that buffalo is the team that no one wants to play in january at least right now um i hope they get a wild card so no one has to travel there because i know a lot of teams that just aren't prepared for that weather um mainly Miami I don't I've I'm betting everything against Miami when their time comes to play outside and not in my not in South Beach um yeah but let's move on to my personal hero of this season Mr. Riley Metcalf uh he called this game over very quickly I was inclined to agree with him This was a sad day for him, I know. Um, But I think because he did so good, he can kind of rationalize uh, good in this week um, and that he got blown out. He can kind of rationalize like, oh, well, anyone would have lost. And it's like, yes, I agree. But you also could have, you know, gotten a bye and not faced Hampy this week. I think it... The knife cuts both ways, but um, I think he did have a great week. It was it was sad to see. Um, if he had gotten better seating, this could look a lot different. Um, very easily could have been seeing 
Conrad get his shit pumped by Tamke, Anthony, um, I guess Adam, Joe, all all potentials, but who knows? Um, yeah, great week for Riley. He managed to still get a playoff spot, which is really all you can ask for. Um, give your boys a chance, as they say. Um, yeah, I. I'm scared of him next year because I think Rasheed Rice is a fantastic keeper. Um, yeah, not much else to say about Riley's team. C'est la vie. He will ride off into the sunset because it was the final ride. He got bounced in the first round. Um, by Will Tampke, of all, of all teams. I love you, Will, but my God, there are some, some good... Uh, some some good play by your boys this week. Um, let's go to the closer one. I'll click on this one real quick. All right, so we had Adam v. Cam. One, one of the spots that was so enticing last week when we were battling it out in the final regular season. Um, yeah, week. This was tight, I will say. Uh, I think this... Definitely, this came down to last night. Um, I think anyone monitoring this game kind of saw it as if Goddard gets a touchdown, we have a chance. But if he doesn't, it's probably over. This was tight all the way through. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Cameras, boys, who he had been leaning on all year, CD and Amon Ra, really stepped up. Lamar had a fine game. I mean, nothing to write home about, but not anything that would typically bust your week. But it's Derrick Henry. I mean, that was the issue. He's had some weeks where he has just absolutely popped off, like two touchdowns, getting those goal line carries, but it's like he is the ultimate game script guy. There is not many running backs you would necessarily start over him because you always have to play him. I mean, it's a potentially juicy matchup in Houston or uh, is in Tennessee facing Houston um, with no CJ Stroud. So it could potentially be a blowout. Um, Tennessee lost this game. Shocker. Yeah. um, You're hoping that they run it up very quickly and then you can just ride it out with the, the Yeti, like monitoring the snow in Vermont. Um, You know, I FaceTime Katie. This past week, she showed me the snow. It was there, but it wasn't snowing, from what I understand. So, that could affect you, Anthony Cameron. Um, Chase Brown, I definitely see it as a desperation start with Josh Jacobs being out. Um, I mean, Zamir White, I don't believe would have really moved the needle on this one. Um, I think Chase Brown... Looks good on tape, but again, he's not going to get the goal line, so you got to hope for a breakaway. He'll get the passing sometimes, but it's not like a Jarek McKinnon where it's always going to be there if you're in like a two-minute drill type of situation. Um, I mean, 5.6 is definitely respectable. He scored around what he was projected, so I guess you can't be too mad, but again, it's kind of like a depth issue and then just bad, bad timing. Um I know that Anthony said that it was always Chris Godwin, um, but I don't 
even believe that had he started Chris Godwin instead of Jaden Reed, he would have won. It would have been much, much closer, but uh, that still doesn't move the needle. So you can look at that positively, Anthony. Um, I don't know. Maybe you start JSN instead of Jaden Reed, uh, but that you're still losing. Um, I don't know. I think you can comfortably say that you gave it your all. It just came down to having Derrick Henry and him not performing um, as was always in the options. Let's go to LQ Longboys then. The team that refuses to quit. Everyone is hoping for him every week. And, you know, I think if you had been told that all you need to do is score 105 points or more, um, any team would take those odds. But Anthony didn't. Um, Let's just go through here. Josh Allen didn't need to do much. Still had a good game with 16 points. Rashad White. um, Diet Christian McCaffrey has just been continuing to ball out. Could be a good keeper for next year. Um, Javante is a a Denver Broncos player, so this is to be expected some weeks. Um, Three points. I know he could have gotten in. Uh, multiple times he was very close but them's the bricks that's nfl football uh calvin ridley had a fine game i mean definitely had potential to lose you your week there but he had catches um i agree with terry mcculley that that was definitely a catch i really don't know how you don't call that a touchdown right there in my opinion i mean it wouldn't really have affected the game too too much but man um yeah that was sad to see t higgins great game great great game um yeah george kittle had a typical kittle week Uh, i don't know not much to say uh noah brown ended up being a good start we were all clowning you in the early window um about not starting addison even though he was the better play but noah brown um did very much step up with 18 points. Uh, great start by Adam. I think you, <laughs> if Nico's out, you can always I start Noah Brown. Um, Calvin Ridley is going to be a maybe for me for next week. Um, you know, Jordan Addison was red hot in this game. A man could not be stopped. Um, he had some crazy that one scramble by nick mullins where he was somehow able to find jordan addison was fantastic fantastic game i don't know i uh definitely think there's some tinkering that's gonna occur this week for adam um i mean he's facing joe russell it's the wyco boys so you know we'll see we'll see no no adam is facing telford Tamke is facing Joe Russell. <laughs> oh, long, long, long day. And I'm recording this for you boys. Um, yeah, I uh, think that Adam could definitely always pull through. I'm rooting. If Adam wins, that would be almost as funny as Tamke winning. Um, but let's talk about the funniest thing that happened this past week. As I'm sure we all know now, Dawson 
Irvy, also known as Noswad, a good friend of all of ours, is going to be in Waffle House. Um, this was very sad to see either of these boys in the Sacco. Um, I love Dawson. You, I rarely ever root for someone to make the Sacco. Um, you know, if it was Tordy in here, I'd be sad. If it was anyone but potentially Conrad or Telford, I would be sad to see them here. As And I'm sure some people would be happy to see me here as, you know, one of the top three hated teams. Um, yeah, I... Where I mean, I guess I can do a retrospective of Dawson's team. Um, it was just a team that kind of fell apart. Uh, there were some injuries, for sure. I mean, Pacheco was injured, but that doesn't really move the needle. Um, I mean, you look back in the drafts, who knows where this exactly went wrong. I mean, I think the trades hurt him, definitely. Um, not getting as much value on certain trades, for sure. You know, it's just, it's it's one of these things that is going to occur. This was a weird year for fantasy. Um, I feel like there were rarely any smash plays every single week outside of Christian McCaffrey and Tyree Kill. You know, and a lot of injuries. Um, this is just something that always was in the wheelhouse. Um, a team just getting kind of screwed by injuries making a couple bad trades and then here you end up um the known matchup merchant is no more um he went on a crazy skid towards the end we have a little surprise for him at waffle house might be pulling up with a mic to get a pod recorded um you know uh the date has yet to be determined i think that it could occur Potentially as soon as Friday, um, but you know we could be waiting till 2024. And you know, for some punishments, I think um, that it you know kind of warrants a quick one. But I think the at most 24 hour time commitment leaves some. Um, you know, a little more breathing room for Dawson. Um, if I'm him, I'm ripping off the band aid. Um, but yeah, this was, I know we always, (laughs) I would, yeah, I would just try and get over with and maybe pick a central location, but I know he was talking about Shawnee. So who's to say, let's go to, let's go to Declan, the man no one wanted to face this past week, only scored 92 points. Um, but still, you know, it was good enough to get him there. Um, I think he can point to. A couple of picks that went wrong. Kyle Pitts is never really the answer. Um, David Montgomery was a great pick. Trevor Lawrence was a one of the worst keepers for someone that played all year. Um, you know, because if you have a bad keeper, you're still in a bad spot. Like, even Calvin Ridley was grabbed in the 16th for example that's still not a good keeper because he had a pretty weird year of like i mean there were some years where or there were some games where he was getting close to zero um so i think trevor lawrence can definitely contribute to this uh he made enough trades at the end to where he boosted himself up um that dolphins defense trade was huge brandon Ayuk's a great player but didn't really get it done courtland 
did fine. Um, I mean, he put his touchdown streak to an end, or at least, well, I guess he didn't get one in Cleveland, but, you know, not didn't get a touchdown this week. Um, Jake Ferguson. I could potentially see him being a good keeper. Um, I don't know. I don't really know where you go from here if you're Declan. Try and build up, you know. Get get back to the grindstone. Um, don't have a job that you work, don't work on Sundays or that you work on Sundays for. No, we we love you, Declan. We we appreciate your blue collar lifestyle representing us all. My soft white hands could never compete with you. Um, yeah, but I think Declan's just happy to get out of there. Uh, I think it we, we were. All very sad. I think at one point this year, I said that I could, I would consider quitting the league if I lost um, three in a row. And I don't think anyone would have necessarily faulted Declan um, for better or worse. Maybe that's just me. I know there are some people who would stick it through, and you know, but Declan's a founding member. He had he has to be in the league. Um, I I think everyone would be sad. Plus, you know, we're running out of friends to potentially get us to a competitive 12-man league. Um, I don't know. I hope no one leaves. I like I like the group we got going right now. Uh, Declan, I hope you come back next year stronger, better, smarter, potentially faster if we're doing the combine again. You know, get those cone drills going. Uh, start practicing the beanbags. Overall... Um, horrible season for Declan, but he finished strong. And I think that's what all you boys need to be doing is finishing strong these next couple weeks in these playoffs. I'm very excited to see how it plays out. Um, yeah. And here is Sam Torty for the Fortnite update. <laughs> all right. What up motherfuckers? I hope you're all ready for the most electric segment that this podcast has ever had because we're going over the new Fortnite map. Me and Jack have been playing this uh, quite a bit recently. Uh, We've been having a good time killing people. I would like to let it know, even though Jack's in the room, that uh, he does not have the clutch gene. As good as he is at Fortnite, he does not have the clutch gene. Anyways, Peter is in the map. Isn't that (laughs) just fantastic? (laughs) Oh God, just turn off the pod. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Peter is in the map and you can kill him and he drops a medallion it's called the Peter Pass and that gets you access to his his vault of loot uh, and the best thing you can get in the game is a gold pistol the pistols are the best by far so if you're ever playing Fortnite and you find a purple pistol you are pretty much set for a, a, a victory royale number one uh, but yeah if you want to play along at home pull up a picture of the Fortnite map because that's what i have right now the most current one we're going to talk about classy courts which is absolutely uh my favorite place to drop uh it's just a bunch of tennis courts so it's nice and open you get yourself a weapon and um you know start uh killing as many little children as you possibly can and collect their loot instead Uh, on top of that there's a train that goes around the entire map it uh (laughs) 
God, I don't know how I'm going to continue talking about Fortnite for 10 minutes. Jack gave me a 10-minute budget. Take as long the, as you want, buddy. The, the train's pretty lit to drop on, though. I'm, if I'm being honest, I like riding around on that little thing. Uh, I don't know if anyone has ever played Fortnite recently, but there's also a bunch of cars. You can, like, drive cars around and do tricks on motorcycles. It's pretty good. Other than that... Uh... Oh, yeah, and Peter's in snooty steps, in case you're wondering. <laughs> uh, I also like the snowy parts of the map better. Conrad, you should not have allowed <laughs> Jack free reign of his own podcast. I hope everyone's listening to this at work just, like, so bored. <laughs> I'm going to make this last ten minutes, don't you worry. I know Cambo's tuned in. How's, how you how you doing, Campo? <laughs> okay, that's like all I can talk about for Fortnite. I'm gonna be honest, folks. What about what about some clutch strategies? <laughs> some clutch strategies, bro. Yeah. How do you how how do you get so clutch? How do I get so clutch? Yeah. I think I was born with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm uh, what are they calling it? Built different. I think that's what I am. In fact, I think I know it. Out of the four remaining playoff teams, what if they if they were a Fortnite uh, spot? What would they be? A Fortnite spot? What's a Fortnite like spot? Like a landing location. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> Cambo's Pleasant Park. <laughs> hmm. Tamki is Tilted Towers. Uh. Fuck. What are the other OG Fortnite places? Those are like the only two. I don't. Even, I also don't even have a reason for these. I just kind of said the two names and two Fortnite maps. Well, Cameron's not in the playoffs. Cameron's not in the playoffs. Well, he lost. He's no longer. Well, I guess he was. Oh, I thought you were talking about all playoff teams. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. My money's still on Joe. On a on a side note, I think Joe's gonna win this. Uh, this whole thing. I called it uh, months ago. And if Joe had to be a spot on the Fortnite map, what would it be? <laughs> Joe's Loot Lake. He got the riches, man. He's got the best team. Cut and dry. Actually, I don't know if he has the best team. I just kind of picked Joe a couple months ago, so I'm riding with it. But yeah, if you want to play Fortnite with me and Jack, we've been playing it a little bit. Hop on your PlayStation and... Uh, Catch us on Fortnite. I think that's all I got for this segment. I'm sure nobody enjoyed this. <laughs> but I had some fun. Well, thanks, Sam. <laughs> thanks for joining, everyone. That was terrible. Um, this, this was a more experimental pod. We're getting uh, used to it. Uh, but, you know, it's a shorter one. So I'm going to be back every week, though, so next week will be better. Yeah, Fortnite. Um, we'll talk about Apex Legends. Yeah, Apex Legends is next. Minecraft, a lot of stuff happening in the Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, thanks Thanks for listening. Um, I'm assuming that y'all finish this. Oh, yeah, you should not be here still. I can't stop this feeling. Inside of me, 
Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me when you hold me in your arms so tight. You let me know everything's alright. I 